one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. It is the post-match podcast from us at the Redmen TV. Liverpool have booked their place in the last 16 of the Champions League after a 2-0 win against Red Bull Salzburg. First up, over there in Austria, we have Ben Kelly with a match reaction. Hello everybody, welcome to the Redmen TV. My name is Ben Kelly. Liverpool have just beaten Salzburg by two goals to nil in the Red Bull Arena to qualify for the Champions League round of 16. What a professional performance on Liverpool. Look, going into this game in the press conference yesterday, the, 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 the words on Twitter from the players, you could see that they really, really were looking forward to this game. They knew what a big game this was. They had respect for this opposition and what problems they could cause after the game at Anfield. And we carried out a really professional performance tonight. It was really, really good. Look, we should have been ahead at the break. It was nil and at half time. We had so many chances. Mo Salah squandered a chance. Naby Keita squandered a chance. We just kept going after the second half, though, and killed the game off. You can hear the supporters around the stadium. They're still back in their team, the home side. They were absolutely fantastic. But to be honest, Liverpool nullified them, particularly after the two goals went in. I'll get onto them in a second. Liverpool just saw out the game in a professional and confident manner, as the champions of Europe should against, against a lesser side, let's be honest. You know, the first goal in particular, Sadio Mane, it's a really good chipped up ball. Keita heads it down and, and that gets us going. And then the second goal, what can we say? Sadio, uh, Mohamed Salah, what a goal. You know, it's a really good ball from Jordan Henderson and we've seen him doing that time and time again over the last few games, playing those balls through. Salah, he takes a touch. It looks as if he's running it out of play and it's a f I don't know how he gets it in from that angle. It really is a fantastic goal. And as I said, from there, we were really, really good. We nullified the threat of Haaland, you know, he was, he was the guy being talked about as their main threat. He didn't really have a sniff and if he comes to the Premier League he's going to have to work on his game because he's going to be coming up against top defences like ours every single week. And I thought but once we kicked on at 2-0, you know, the midfield played really well. Genie Wijnaldum was excellent, Keita continued to play really well. And, and as I say, we just saw the game out, we probably could have had a couple more. Um, but it doesn't matter because Liverpool are through to the final 16 of the Champions League. Let us know what you thought in the, of, the, of the game in the comments down below. As you can tell, the party's still going here. They're getting behind their team. If you just look down there, you know, you can see all the players. If you, can, you can see all the players still congratulating the sides. Loads of home, home fans have stayed behind. It's been a really good reception here. It's been a really good atmosphere. And because we love Ben so much and we're looking to squeak as much value as possible out of sending him all that way, uh, here's his player ratings. 
Hello everybody, welcome to the Redmen TV. My name is Ben Kelly. We're still inside the Red Bull Arena. We're going to do some player ratings. This is my dad and we're going to go through the team from front to uh, from back to front rather. Um, so let's start with the goalkeeper dad. Um, he didn't have too much to do, Alisson, did he? Um, solid. But we, we were saying, weren't we though, that you know, he comes out for corners, he makes a couple of good saves, he just never drops anything. You know, he's so reliable all the time. What would you give him out of 10? Doesn't flap. Again, base seven, I'd say. It's a good solid seven, no problems. Okay, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, right back. Um, I thought I thought it was okay, you know. It, I mean, it, it, that switch to Andrew Robertson's on all the time, and he pretty much nails it pretty much every time as well. Um, don't think he, I don't think he set up any of the goals. Um, no, he didn't. So um, I think for me, I'd be aiming towards a seven again. But you know, you want to weigh in? Yeah, I think I think he probably had the instruction today. Both him and Robertson, one goes, one stays. So nothing over spectacular. Don't expose yourselves. So again, seven, solid seven. Okay, so the two centre-backs then, Dejan Lovren, he goes off injured, doesn't he? Um, but up until then, I thought he was playing quite well. Again, you know, him and him and Van Dijk really nullified Haaland, you know, he, he had his work out tonight. Um, so, so again, seven and a half, maybe an eight for, for, for both centre-backs? I thought both centre-backs were in control all the way through. Good passing, no worries, just look comfortable. So, yeah, possibly eight for Van Dijk, I thought. Again, his long passing, you know, he, he stands out for that. So I think Van Dijk makes a really good early tackle really early on. Remember, really, yeah. Two very early good tackles that you know, could have put us in trouble, you know, very early on. But, yeah, looked in control all the time. Left-back, Andy Robertson. Um, thought, again, he was, a, he was another threat. You know, down this left-hand side, I'd say he was probably more threatening than Trent with the runs going, as you say, one staying, one going. He's just, he's just super reliable, isn't he? You know, and then when you need him to go, he's got an overlap. He's got pace, didn't, didn't put a foot wrong, so you can't give him less than seven. But yeah, nothing spectacular today. Jordan Henderson, for me, he was probably our man of the match, maybe between him and Genie. Um, you know, those long balls that we're seeing, you know, saw him in the derby, we saw him at Bournemouth at the weekend. He's getting better and better at them. And I actually wonder whether in playing the eight a bit more towards the end of last season has improved his passing to the point where now when he's playing six, he's, he's picking out those quarterback passes. I'd give him a nine personally, but, you know, I don't even know if you want to go any higher than that. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's eight and a half, nine for me. Again, I'm a big fan of Henderson. I saw him in the 91st minute there. Given having a right go at um, Robertson again, just as a proper captain should. You don't really see that from the touchline, but he's on it all the time. Always putting pressure on, making sure everybody concentrates. And he, he was there, he was available. You look, on the, you look at the whole game, he's available for the ball every minute. And he's always available and he's knocking it left and right. I thought he had a great game, top man. Gini Wijnaldum then as well, I thought he was brilliant, particularly after we were in control, you know, he's shielding on the ball, he's, he's probably the best that we've got. His control is just second to none, he's, he has the ball on a sixpence, they don't really know what to do with him, you know, again, solid solid seven for Gini, possibly an eight. I'd put him in eight personally, but yeah, yeah, so who was the other, Naby Keita, now I thought Keita as well, obviously he missed the chance just before half time, but I thought actually he probably... I think overall he built on his performance on the weekend. You know, I, I've been, I said on the build-up show for this game actually that he needs to put a run of games together where he does continue to play well and he gets that confidence. And to me, for me tonight was another one of those where he, he, he did begin to build on that. You know, I, I, again, I put him at an eight personally. Yeah, I, th I think what he's very good at doing is stopping the ball and then moving quickly and, and taking players out of the game. And he did some good link-up play in the first half particularly. And then second half, he gets his goal. Yeah, solid eight for me. I thought he played really well. Okay, I'll I'll go to Sadio Mane next. Um, sets up the first goal. Um, don't think he has a hand in the second one, but again, looked quite dangerous all night. I, I'd put him at a seven, seven and a half personally. Um, 
but you know, on a night where we'll discuss a lot, probably a lot more about Mo Salah's performance, I thought he was a little bit quieter, to be honest. Yeah, I, th- I think we're coming back to obviously this is his first club. I think he felt he had to improve himself a little bit. I thought the right back, you know, gave him a hard time, and he got a little bit wound up with it, with that, and he's kind of focused on that. He obviously got upset when he was got booked, etc. Yeah, he seemed to be, um, I don't know, focused on other areas tonight. He didn't didn't have his best game for me. Always dangerous, though. So yeah, out of ten. Yes, six and a half, seven for me. Roberto Firmino. Now, I think I think Firmino was a little bit quiet tonight. I think some of his passing was off actually. So I, I'd only give him a six and six and a half. Six. But again, you know, his hold-up play, his link-up play is great. You don't see a lot of it because it happens deeper in midfield, and then players go past him, and then suddenly there's a goal, and you don't see where it's come from. But yeah, he was a bit quiet tonight. A couple of bad passes here and there, which put us in a bit of trouble. Yeah, six and a half for me. And finally, Mo Salah. Really strange evening for Mo because he missed so many chances but scored the hardest one. So I suppose given the goal that he scored, I'd probably put him at a seven and a half or an eight because of how good the goal was. But then, you know, overall, he should do more. No, yeah, that, that one in the first half on his left foot. I mean, after, after scoring at the weekend, you think, well, you know, he's, he's going to be really confident. But I don't know, he seemed to lack a little bit of confidence in front of the goal. But he's, he's, he's having so many chances. He's always there available, isn't he? And then he goes and scores a goal like that. I don't know how it went in from where we were. I just don't know how it got in. So, yeah, it's hard to give him less than a seven. But he should have had a hat-trick, shouldn't he? But. OK, well, dead quickly, we run through the subs. Joe Gomez came on just before the two goals went in. Um, we said it was going to be a big night for him. I think he was good. I'd put him at seven. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, his confidence is growing. He's played in the, came on in the last game, I think. I think he's he needed a, he needs a few games playing really. I think he's got obviously the Christmas will help him. A solid seven, yeah. James Milner, I think he comes on. I think it's no coincidence that we really take control of the game after after his inclusion. Again, I put him at seven and a half, maybe in an eight. Yeah, I, I said to you, at eighty minutes we just looked in complete control, and it's no coincidence. And um, we won't bother rating um, Divock Origi. He came on. He had, a, I think, he had one decent run. But you know, okay, we'll we'll give you we'll give you a seven, Divock. Okay. And lastly, back home in Liverpool from the studio, myself and Ross Chanley sat down to record the instant match reaction show. Here's a clip from that. There's that little spell at the back end of last season, and like when he gets like five games back to back, and he scores three or four goals. We're actually seeing that. And that's the case that we're seeing again now. You know, get two games back to back when like a lot of people might have thought, okay, you pull him out for this, and maybe he gets the game against Watford, ease him into it. No, he's clearly ready and he's been our, probably our most exciting player for two, for, for two games back to back. Yeah, and I think he's been even more exciting because I think I'm still under the pretense of he won't hit form or, you know, not, he's, not, he's not any good. I was so expecting him to come in out of the cold, like you said, and kind of not expect anything of him, not expect him to put in performance like he has done for, for, for two two games. He's arguably the best player for those two games as well. Don't expect that from, from Naby Keita. And again, like you said, this is the first time he's played back-to-back since he got injured and his, his season was ended against Barcelona. Yeah. So like, fair play to him. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, and it's just the, it's what he brings to the side. And look, you know, we wax lyrical about him on the Final Word Show and I'm sure we'll do the Final Word Show tomorrow uh, on the website. We'll, we'll we'll do the same because it's hard not to with that performance. But it's it's what he allows you to do and how he allows you to change the way that you, you play. You know, we start that game in a 4-3-3 and, you know, I think, to credit to Salzburg, I think they started really brightly. I think the course was a number of problems. We were back to the wall at times, um, a lot of times in that first half. But as the game, uh, we grew into the game and Cater grew into the game. And when he did, our out ball for a while was down the wing. Sadio Mane, best player. Him and Robertson trying to overload on the left-hand side and we were causing them problems. 
they're all, we're always going to cause problems with Sadio Mane. <coughs> He's fantastic, but when Cater started to get on the ball, he started to cut past out, he started to drive forward with it. It added a complete other dimension, and all of a sudden they just couldn't handle us. No, I think there's a balance in that midfield as well, and you've got Genie and Hendo in there alongside Cater. I think that allows him to gamble going forward a lot more. I think it gives him a, a, you know, a free freelance to go across the front three and go yeah. and support them and kind of pop up where he wants to. I think the good thing with him is, you know, he's unpredictable. You know, we say about Sadio Mane all the time, you don't know what Naby is going to do. He's got the ability to, to do a couple of step overs, go past a man, play cute little passes. All we've seen from him is, you know, he played Mo Salah in a few times in that game, but like, again, it was similar to, to Bournemouth at the yeah. weekend of, of putting balls in behind. But he's got the link-up play with those front three and a knowledge of how they play. There you go, there you have it. Champions League football for the new year secured. The reigning champions still have that shot of winning number seven in Istanbul. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, make sure you subscribe to the redmentv.com if you want the full instant match reaction show and if you want the 60-minute final word show, the show that we normally put out for free on a Monday is behind our paywall on the redmentv.com in the midweek games. Head over there. It's completely free for the first month so you can try it out and you will get all of the fantastic coverage, exclusive interviews there, a new one going up this week with Emil Heskey. Uh, we've spoken to ex-Reds, Liverpool, current managers, current players and beyond. Um, some fantastic content there. Get yourself involved.